This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hi, everybody. Just wanted to let you know that this episode it will be in English and Spanish. So for anybody out there, Francis Romeo, it hails from Cuba. He wanted the entire time to do English, and I just want to make sure I comply with his wishes. And I'm also trying to get better at speaking Spanish on a regular basis. So para la gente que está escuchando esto para la primera vez, este podcast episode es en inglés y español también. Hope you enjoy it, guys. Welcome into another episode of Tigers Radio Podcast here at MotorCityBangles.com and the Tiger Minor League Report. I'm Rogelio Castillo. Alongside me is Chris Brown. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Art Media, and Stitchler. And tonight we're going a little different from the normal Tiger conversation. We're going to have Emily Walden from Baseball America join us uh, Thursday. But this one, to me, this is a, a topic that Chris and I have talked about numerous times, and we haven't really had an expert to talk about it with. So I figured I wanted to bring in somebody who knows a lot about Cuban baseball, and he's a very good writer, and, and I've, I've been a fan of his work for a long time. And his name is uh, Francis Romeo. Am I saying that correctly? Thank you. Thank you. Yep. So he's joining us. And without further ado, Chris, you, you know what to do, Chris. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Francis, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we always like to hear about our guests' earliest baseball memory. So I don't know if there's something that sticks out to you uh, when you were young and remember the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I never played baseball, you know, but my, my, my father, um, he played. He played in Cuba. Um, and he... Um, uh, had some some friends um, who who um, played in the in the Cuban National Series, uh, Pinar del Rio, and my father um, uh, and me always uh, was in the went to the stadium, you know. And the first memory um, came to me, my father uh, talking away with his friend. Uh, do you know that the dugout and the bleachers? And my father um, have uh, have um, <laughs> I don't know how to say it in English. Oh, no, you can you can tú 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 puedes hablar español también. Okay. Sí. Y mi pa y mi padre me carga en los hombros y me y me y me lleva a a la, al al jugador al amigo que estaba en el terreno un juego en Cuba y me sentó. Ese amigo era shortstop del equipo, un gran jugador, pero me sentó al lado del mejor jugador que he considerado mejor jugador de todos los tiempos de Cuba, que es Omar Linares. Y Omar Linares, me acuerdo, oh, wow. me preguntó mi nombre, yo tenía seis años. Así, esa es la primera memoria que tengo. Wow, es una memoria que... I would never forget that. Uh, Chris, just to translate that a little bit for you. His memory yeah. was being carried off the field and he got to meet a Cuban legend in Omar Lamar, uh, Linares, who is one of the greatest Cuban baseball players um, in terms of just, he played, also he played in the Japanese league. He was a big threat over there. He played, um, that, that, that's, a, that's a memory because that, to me, he's like the, I don't, is it fair to say he's the, there's always people that use that lazy comparison. He's the babe roof of something or another, yeah. but yeah. yeah, but yeah. Well, he, Four, yeah. four, four years later, uh, Linares uh, blasted three homers in the Olympics final. 
Atlanta Olympic final. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. And he was a guy who again the, the national series has gone through so many transitions. Um you look at when after the revolution when it re- restarted and, and the differences between that, but uh that's a great memory. So um the what was the other, uh the, the one of the things I wanted to get into was in the terms of the process of watching Cuban baseball players, there's a with the internet, you hear these stories of what they have to go through to leave to leave the country, and they have mm-hmm. to kind of even to be discovered. What's it like for you when you when you go to these fields for the first time? You see somebody that it, is it a special feeling that, that that stands out to say that he's going to be special, or is it just because it's just there's someone? It's the variables to watch for prospects is so unknown. But it feels like how you report it, it's in how you d- discuss a story that each one deserves this importance because some, some of them, the struggles that they go through are not known. Yeah, yeah it's always uh, a special, unique feeling. You know, reported about um, QM prospect, you know, high profile and low profile, whatever. And also because um, I had a, a connection with the Cuban baseball um, because my book, you know, my book um, is about uh, 58 years of history of the, um, the decades, do you know, uh, 1960, 1960, uh, 70, 80, um, until the present. Um, but yeah, right now my, my work, uh, 75% is uh, focusing the report, the, the Cuban prospect. Um, that's uh, half uh, very interesting in, in, the, in the people here in the United States, more than the Cubans. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm in this war of focus right, right now. The, yo quiero preguntar por qué, como, como eh, todo el tiempo que Chicago... Mm-hmm. Coge todo cubano. You know, yo sé, yo sé por qué, porque tiene José Obreyo, tiene mucho cubano que juega con el equipo ya, pero ¿cuánto tiempo que Chicago está haciendo una relación con, con Cuba, con béisbol? Ya, yeah. uh, I, I was talking uh, yesterday about this, the, the, the effect uh, that the, the players have in the, in the organization, in the franchises, like uh, Julie Gurriel in Houston, uh, but the history in Chicago began with Mini Minoso. Um, then they, they, they don't have so many um, players in the 80s and the 90s. But then with Jose Contreras and the World Series, then Contreras connected with Alexis Ramirez, uh, Pinar del Rio, both. And Ramirez connected with Viciedo, Viciedo with, with, with Jose Arreo, that you know. Um, that's the thing. Uh, the the success the success of these players um, maybe the, depends the the, the prospect depends that that this six you know. Chris, did you want to follow up with anything on that? Oh yeah, I was just gonna, gonna mention Oscar Colas. Uh, yeah. I assume you've seen him. I, I'm curious what your thoughts on him are. Well, uh, I have um, with Colas, uh, you know, I reported that uh, since the, the, the day that, that he left Cuba, uh, January 3rd, um, was on 2020, January 3rd. 
Colas had a problem with the with the professional team in Japan, Fukuoka. You know the Fukuoka um, put it in the in the restricted list. He had a sore up or top moments in Dominican Republic. Moments that um, that that, that uh, they don't know uh, how this is going on. You know. But um, uh, the sun also rise. Colas uh, received uh, the free agency in December, December 2020, and March, March uh, uh, the other year, well, uh, he signed a verbal agreement with with the White Sox. He had uh, a lot of interest um, teams. Um, I remember the Mets. The Mets uh, uh, were in the conversation. Angels too, but um, the um, the badges. Uh, do you know? Um, maybe um, what's the problem here with the Mets? I like the uh, the, the Mets with, for colors, no, but the White Sox too, um, of course. Yeah, and the, did he have the opportunity to pitch? Because I know he pitched a little yeah, bit. Uh, in... he, he don't want to pitch. Ah, oh, okay. He don't want to pitch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he don't want to be another Otani. Uh, he's, was... he's only focusing the in his batting, in his defense, and he play all outfield. Yeah, there's. He's such a good. I, I thought his numbers yeah. as a left-handed pitcher were good, but if he wants to hit, hey, who, who you know, he put it, this word in clear. Uh, maybe one year or two years ago, I don't want to pitch. <laughs> he said. How long have you been covering the Cuban prospects? When did you start getting into that? Well, I, I started in Cuba. Um, um, I graduated in my university, journalist. Um, I think that all, 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 all this thing began in 2014. I started my, my book in this year, all because of numerical and statistical ambition. To find out how many players came out after 1960, that's what uh, this uh, was my, my first ambition. You know, mm, that mm, was finding other things. Basically, I am here in this country thanks to 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 the book, to this book. This one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I just I just I just I, I just want. Uh, I just, I just um, have um, $20,000. Oh, nice. Yeah. For, for came here to the USA. Mm. Oh, Southern, no, hundreds. <laughs> hundreds. <laughs> um, I received a five-year visa on the Cuban embassy in Havana in mm. 2016. Uh, remember? Um, to come here and stay here the same day that I arrived here in the Miami airport. Well, I, I started working in, in warehouse. Uh, um, there no, there weren't no jobs when the, uh, the uh, when I I came in here. I continued collecting data, and um, maybe 2018, I already had the most uh, theoretical part. Of the bus completed, mm, but uh, I don't remember uh, so many things. But uh, I had to get out of forced labor to do interviews. 
I didn't have the conditions. <laughs> the, 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 the part that I have um, write this book is another book, you know. I remember that Scott Eden, you know, maybe Scott Eden, uh, investigative uh, reporter of ESPN, yeah. came here to Miami. He, he was working in a, in a story about the Cubans in Dominican Republic, the traffic, the smugglers. Um, um, well, I didn't have the condition, but the investigators still came up. As far as getting the history of Cuban baseball, it seems like, for example, um, when I talk about, my, for example, my father uh, grew up in San Francisco de Pola, and a lot of the history of finding Cuban records, and even I did a story today, um, I was doing an article on one of the, a, a, a person who Tiger fans may have not known, Jose Menendez, who yep. was playing for the Detroit Stars in 1919. Yep. But as far as finding history and finding all that connection, is there a, how hard was that of a process? Because it seems like to find it on the internet and your book does a really good job of finding it, but how'd you put it together? Because it just seems like that history, it's, it's hard to even locate and make it easy for a fan like myself to research. Yeah. Well, um, the, the, the problem with, with, with the investigation was uh, the um, decade, the, the 1960s, you know, so many players died. Uh, they don't have any internet, they don't have a connection. Um, I knew um, here to Camilo Pasquale, Antonio Oliva, they, they, they connect uh, uh, to me with uh, another players. But uh, the thing with these players in the, in the, in the 60s, in the, in the 1960s, was uh, the, um, um, more than, 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 than maybe uh, 100 never came back to Cuba, you know. Uh, Tony Oliva um, said me uh, one in one occasion that the the, the season uh, when the season um, is over, <laughs> uh, the players are uh, the, the the Latin players uh, always um, have a joy because. They they will visit the, his country, but the Cubans, no, the Cubans uh, um, say Soliva that he's uh, along here as a dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean Luis, I, I think of Luis uh, Tian's story that he had that his parents were able to come here, yeah, but he wasn't able to go back down there to achieve. No, until the world. because because the restriction, you know, yeah. since 1961 until 1977. Uh, no travel. You, you yeah. can travel to Cuba or, or to United States. Yeah, this put the, the immigration, the Cuban immigration, the players, and um, like um, to like um, and I don't know how, how to say it in, in English, but the the players that that that, that came in, came all in this decade, Cuba uh, don't have the, the the reliever for that. You know, Cuba have the um, Six, seven players in order to start game in the in the in the 1970, in 1960 and, and seven, but in in the teens and the 19s, not nothing. Yeah, the only Cuban that was actually the tri- Tiger was Barrio Garbay. Barbaro. 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 It's okay. It's okay. 
Yeah. Well, some, yeah Bar you know, Barbaro, Barbaro is the perfect example of, of the of the the Cuban baseball player. Barbaro uh, was uh, found guilty about range games in Cuba uh, two years on three years ago to the Marriott in, in 1980s. And Barbaro came here, signed for um, a low a low bonus, um, three or four years in the in the minors, episodes of the, like racings in the in the minor league. Bobby Q called Barbaro to to talk about the the bets in Cuba, uh, and with all of this, uh, he 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 received the the call up. Yeah, he, um, from my understanding too, he, I have a, uh, un primo que jugó para, se llama Rogelio Montes de Oca Castillo. Oh, sí. yeah. Un, yeah. Un, primo, un primo mío que, you no know, sabe mucho leer, nada más que jugó casi 67, 66, pero mi, mi papá no habló mucho leer, pero sabía que jugó para, uh, en, en Cuba. Eh, oh, ya, ya, ya. Bueno, si quieres tener a, a, a Bárbaro por, por acá, por el podcast, solo avísame. Yo soy muy, muy amigo y te puedo dar su contacto. Y él fue un Tiger y un, y un World Champion Series. Así que solo déjame saber. Yeah. Y él, él también habla bien inglés porque él, luego de su retiro, estuvo trabajando con Atlanta Braves as a coach. You know, Bárbaro es un good friend. Yeah, he, he, I read an interview with him um, not too long ago where he talked about his story. And and when he he's working the, he's worked in the minor leagues for quite a while. Is that's correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the Braves. Yeah, he worked for the Braves, and he still lives in in Detroit. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, hay mucho cubano aquí. Como, no. No, mira, como el Jedi. I know mucho cubano. Como como el Jedi. No hay mucho de eso aquí. También cubano aquí, pero. But uh, uh, the other the other thing I wanted to ask you about in terms of even for the Cuban national series, the, the future of baseball in Cuba, the you look at what the Tigers have right now in Al Avila, who is the first Cuban general manager. Mm -hmm. And now you see that they have a new director of Latin development and they are progressing in towards of just a guy in, in Rojas, who is known to be a great pitching coach. And now he comes and takes. Uh, is it the Chris? Is it why am I drawing blank on his first name now? <laughs> Who? Uh, the the Tigers. Um, it's, new, it's in, Euclides, I believe. You know, Euclides. Euclides. Yeah, Euclides. 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 Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Euclides. I was gonna say. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. It was a, a great closer, closer in Cuba. Um, All-time saves and, leader, and, correct? And came came to USA. Mm. Oh, in 1994. Yeah, he's yeah. all-time he's all-time saves leader yeah. for the Cuban. Euclides and Roy Sirich, uh working in Pittsburgh. I, I work with, with both Euclides um, and, and, and Roy Sirich, uh both um, fixed pitcher, broken pitchers like uh, Liriano, like Volkes, like uh, they 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 had lost the, the, his career in, in in another city. Went to to Pittsburgh, and Euclides and Sirich um, fixed that. There was he he did um, he did an interview with uh, Rene uh, is it Ochoa? Arocha. Arocha. Yeah, he did it. 
they, they did a thing on YouTube that I liked, and he was they were talking about the art of pitching. Yeah, they the are friends. Yeah, and it was it was fantastic to watch, and I recommend any fan of watch it because I think for the Tigers, this is a good step in the direction. He he know understands player development, yeah. and Rojas I feel would be a will be a difference maker for Detroit. Yeah, not, not only but not not only uh, with the Cuban talent, but uh, all the Latin players. Yeah, especially for a, a team. And we talk about Roberto Campos, who is a, the young Cuban teenager the Tigers signed. And a lot of people still don't know about him because he's only played, he's played in the rookie league. But mm-hmm. is there, for his age, he seems like he's built like, he just built like a, yeah. Like, oh, hey, <laughs> yeah. So is there anything you could talk about with, with Campos? Because I, I think that for, for Tiger fans out there, we've seen some of his power. We saw a little bit of video last year just, Mm-hmm. Swat home runs. Um, talk. Is there anything you can talk about his athleticism and what he could bring to the table? Yeah, Campos is um, another Cuban on top ten here uh, in the USA. Uh, he is, has uh, has a lot of potential, the power um, in the game and on the raw power too. Maybe his run and um, his defense is uh, average, but the power is that is here. And he has the potential to maybe two, three years uh, have an impact in the in this in this baseball. You know, he's a, um, a great kid. Also, maybe Lester Lester Benitez from Pina del Rio, um, faster um, contact guy, great outfielder. Uh, and, and what's the name of the other Tiger prospect? Uh, uh, the, the the other the other Cuban prospect. Oh, Pellegrin, Pellegrin. Yeah, 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 Pellegrin. Okay. Yeah, there's and and there was another thing about that too, where it, it's good to see that the Tigers are actually signing Cuban prospects because it, they have the academy in the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. but in terms of what I've seen with other teams do, you saw, you've seen the Dodgers, Boston, uh, the the Dodgers. By the way, I saw Andy Pejas last year. That guy's got. Yeah. A bat, and then Miguel Vargas is another one too. That the Dodgers are just like, hey, you know what? We'll have another infielder because we can just do that. They they make infielders like robots. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. And Vargas has got power, and and he has a really good approach <laughs> to the plate. It's, it, you know, it, it's ridiculous because I just I, I wish the Tigers could have. They will get there, but but Vargas was a fun watch last year. We saw him a couple. Mm-hmm. How many times we saw him last year, Chris? Like four times. Uh, at least, yeah, at least three or four, because I think we sat in. That may have been a whole series that you guys sat on against the yeah. Loons. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. A, Vargas and Pajes were were fun to watch. Yeah, and, uh, and, and these both uh, the these two prospects, Pajes and Vargas, they they weren't um, uh, high uh, signed bonus. Do you know? Just um, three hundred thousand. Yeah. Wow. You know, uh, they, 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 ha, they, 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 pasando enfrente en de ti algo como por ejemplo con lo, los equipos que por ejemplo los Yankees 
estaba gastando millones, millones de dólares a, a, a gente, eh, como los no, nombres, pero yep. talent, like the Yankees, who, Chris, who's the, the Yankees? Like they had like a couple of talents with $200,000 or less that are producing, but there's some of the bigger money talent wasn't. The Yankees now? Yeah, or the Yankees them recently. They have had a couple of players they've signed that have been low-key, or excuse me, low-budget signings compared to their high-value ones that worked out. Um, I think of also, I mean, I think, unfortunately, of Rosny Castillo, the outfielder for the Red Sox, who signed for a lot of money and then sat in Pawtucket. But I, I think that, um, I think Rosny did not get, I think he, I don't think he got a shot. They weren't patient with him. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I thought that he should deserve the uh, second chance at least. Oh yeah, of course. But Rusney is the um, uh, another type of talent. You know, Rusney came to Cuba with twenty-seven. With with twenty-seven, uh, do you um, have to be prepared to 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 impact in the big leagues right now? And these guys have uh, Vargas twenty-two and Pajes twenty-one. Uh, they are projected to. So next year, maybe um, receive the, the, the collab. I interviewed Vargas um, two weeks ago. He's uh, perfect. He's working his body. He's a uh, contact hitter. He, his power is, is, is increasing. Uh, he played first baseman, first baseman, maybe second baseman. Has mm, uh, a... Um, uh, Maybe in the Cubans, uh, players is um, uh, strange. See um, his um, discipline in the in the in the in the home play. Yeah, he has a very good eye, and that was something that we noticed right away. Because, well, Vargas at times we saw our Pejas start struggle sometimes. It seemed like Vargas never got cheated on a pitch, and anything they tried to drop inside, he had a single where he dropped his hands in and just popped it right over. And his speed too, it just yeah. wherever he's going to play, it, I think it's going to be beneficial for for the Dodgers. And the Dodgers, como una máquina, todo yeah. simple. Eso como yo veo los Dodgers, como Chris knows on top. <laughs> but um, <laughs> in the same way I view, it's the same way I view the Houston Astros. I mean, they have a they have a quite a bit of young positional Cuban talent, and the likes of uh, Jordan Alvarez, of course, Gruel goes without saying. But their pitching, in terms of trying to develop um, their pitching in their farm system, uh, one of the uh, what he used to be with them, uh, Rogelio uh, Armenteros. Uh, Armenteros, he, yeah. He signed in, in Mexican League. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Almost ago. I thought he was in. He was with the Nationals last, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was. Um, but a guy like talk about talk about Jordan Alvarez, his game. Um, what does he bring to the table for Houston? I mean, it's what, what, yeah, what, yeah. What was, yeah. Well, the the Astros uh, have right now twenty one Cuban players in his system. This the uh, not uh, not not gonna happen, and since. 
Uh, the Astros have the 21 okay. right now, and the in the in the como se dice los 60 in en, en English? Uh, 1970. Uh, oh, eh, los 1960. Uh, so, yeah, so, so, uh, six. No, no, uh, 60. Uh, so yes, 1970. Yeah, in, in 1970, um, Minnesota Twins have uh, 35. Oh, that was a twin. It was a twin set. Thirty. Wow, thirty-five. 35. Wow. In nineteen seventy-one, uh, sixty-one. Oh, sixty-one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Y eso porque nada más porque el owner Clark Griffin, que le gustó lo cubano. Yeah, he he has a business in Cuba. Yeah. Like they were the Washington Senators. Yeah. In the sixty-one, they changed for the for the twins. Mm, I move on to the to the twins, uh, and and since uh, uh five uh, five fifty two years since that uh, we don't see twenty or more players in the in the in the system in one team of minor league baseball. It's impressive. And Clark Griffin, by the way, for anybody out there, he he like he like Cuban players because they were cheaper to. Maintain, okay. Yo, yo me acuerdo que estaba leyendo que el, todo cubano, nada más que porque es su, su business que tiene en Cuba también, pero que no, como dice que he wasn't a pioneer with that, unfortunately. Yep. He didn't, he didn't promote them, he just liked them for cheap labor. <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. I, I, that's the way I, I could, you know, I could be wrong, but I felt like when I read that, that was just like. So, but uh, yeah, the Houston Astros are on the way and hopefully the Tigers are the same way. So Francis, we want to thank you for your time, but we want to also, what do you want to, is there any articles you have coming out, any podcasts you want to promote? Um, so our, our Tiger fans can check it out because like I said, I think your work is fantastic and people, um, for us, people, I guess I can gente, me gusta que yo hablo más español. No, no, English, English. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah. I, I, and that's what I say. I'm like, I hey, need I, to learn. I need to learn. <laughs> yeah, and they always say, Rogelio, you know, talk more Spanish, but I'm like, eh, you know, you'll get you'll get off. No, 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 no. no, 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 no speaks English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> I need. <laughs> so for for you, what do you have going on? Do you want to promote and let uh, fans know where they can find your work? Well, yes, uh, my my Twitter account. Mm, my first um, my my. My first um, media is that is my Twitter, mm, and well, the book mm, is a big disappointment in, in this in this moment because uh, I I can't publish it in Cuba because uh, this book uh, talk about migration in Cuba all all the things about migration mm, uh, increase the migration and and the, this topic is. Um, mm, <clears throat> Está prohibido. Sí. Y, uh, I had a, a dream that in two, three years, um, translate my book. Um, no, um, <clears throat> moving to the English too, um, because uh, I wanted the people know the this history, this book about players like Yuneski uh, Maya was a like a bad boy in Cuba and make the big list. Like like Dairo Marona, uh, more than um, 1,600 players um, who migrate 
yeah, this is a YouTube channel. I say that more than 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 1,000 of players in 58 years finding a dream, just like uh, the 20%, uh, maybe 15% um, make the, the uh, this dream, like a uh, big, say in the big leagues, you know, um, because of that, I named the book Dream and Reality because uh, all of all these players have a, a, big, a big dream, but, but the reality sometimes um, is um, more tone than the dream. Um, and now, just that, thank you um, to you guys for having me here. I'm honored here. And, and the next time, the next podcast, uh, podcast uh, I I hope that my English uh, is still improved. I can always help you, man. And, and uh, the YouTube channel is... Francis Romero, you can find him. He's got over almost 5,000 subscribers. And the interview he has with Miguel Vargas is up there. And also has a really good interview that I checked out earlier with uh, a pitcher by the name of Andy Rodriguez. So worth checking out. Great content. Um, he also has even the shorts, so you can watch a little bit uh, at yeah. a time. But a lot of, even uh, now you got by the name of uh, Astros of uh, Narbe Cruz. So Narbe. again, thank you so much. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you.